At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Uh, Dak Prescott, a mistake for the Cowboys in their game right now against the Giants. You can see it on Fox. Welcome in as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We are talking quarterbacks in the National Football League, and it appeared Dak Prescott thought he got the Giants to jump off sides. So he threw a ball out to Michael Gallup that really had no chance, and the only chance that it really had of being caught was by a Giants defender. And that's exactly what happened. But there was no flag on the play, Aaron. So Dak Prescott, a turnover in Giants territory. New York gets the football back, as Monty told you, up 3 nothing on the Cowboys. Bad uh, you throw. Know, what's that? Bad throw. I, I, I'll just say... I do feel bad for Cowboys fans because I know it's like a running joke in our business. Oh, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> like let's make fun of the Cowboys. I mean, we're talking 25-plus years now for a, a fan base that loves this team, lives and breathes this team. Um, and, like, it just – I don't know. I, I, I could be just totally wrong. It feels like since the, the last time the Cowboys were really, like, a legitimate contender, it just feels like, you know, the Giants have won a Super Bowl, the Eagles have won a Super Bowl, the Seahawks have won a Super Bowl, you know, um, the – Broncos, the obviously the Patriots, it, it, the Jets have made a couple AFC championship games. It just feels like, 
can they just have their one moment? Like, like you know, we don't need to give them a, a Lombardi trophy, but can they just make a little run? Can they not have the worst possible thing happen at the worst possible time, like running a QB draw with no timeouts and they can't get up for another – like, can we just give them something nice? Because I don't know how many uh, uh, Cowboys fans that you're friends with, Dan, but, you know, you see them throughout the year and you're just like – how you hold it up? And it's like, ah, oh, you know, Cowboys. Yeah, you know, like it's, yeah. I, I feel bad for him at this point. I do. There's something to it because what is great about those fan bases is that there are highs and lows. And, and a lot of times with the Cowboys, whether it be in the 70s or uh, in the Jimmy Johnson era, uh, there are a lot of wins. There are a lot of wins. And so they were able to peacock with a lot of stuff. However, the good part about it is when they lose or or if they lose in a tough fashion, then you can have that back and forth. To your point, there hasn't been a lot that's gone right for Dallas. And even when they've been good, they've then lost in a disappointing way. Mm -hmm. So there's not even like the give and take of it. Exactly. uh, This is good. And that's, you know, that's the other thing with like the Patriots. Like there was no, there were very few take. That's what makes like the helmet catch so great because – New England usually won those games. Yes. And in that one, in the biggest one that they ever had to play, they didn't. So there's usually a give and take, and it just seems like right now everything is being taken from the Cowboys. And it's been that way for 25 years. I mean, it's not, mm-hmm. you know, I can't think of, you know, like the Patriots. Like, it's still fun to, you know, to to see the Patriots score three points and say, oh, Belichick, yeah. I guess he's just not going to hire an offensive coordinator. I'll give, well, I'll give you a perfect example. Sure. I'll give a perfect example. The Carolina Panthers came into the NFL in the mid-1990s. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's when they start in the, in, in the NFL. So when the Cowboys peaked, their last Super Bowl was Super Bowl 30. It was uh, 1996 would have been when the game was. 1990, uh, fall of 1995 would have been the season. That was the last time that the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. So Carolina comes into the league. Not only were they a new team then when the Cowboys won, Aaron, they went to a Super Bowl in Super Bowl 38 and lost to the Patriots with Jake DeLome as their quarterback. Uh, went through some awful times. Ended up a decade later, you know, or, or close to it and getting Cam Newton as their quarterback. Then Cam Newton takes them and they go to a Super Bowl mm-hmm. and lose. And now they're in another situation. So, like, Carolina's, like, gone. First of all, they started as a team when Dallas last won. And you had so many different roller coasters. But you had ups and downs. You had MVPs. You had Super Bowl appearances. Dallas has had nothing of that. You could almost argue that the Panthers are a more successful franchise than the Cowboys over the last 25 years. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I I think even like what I said is, you know, the Jets, as bad as they've been, They've made two AFC Championship games. The Minnesota Vikings, who we just talk about as this, uh, you know, this hard scrabble team, nothing ever goes their way, has made NFC Championship games, to your point, under two different regimes, kind of in that Randy Moss, Chris Carter era, 98, and then a few years ago with uh, with Case Keenum. And so, and oh, by the way, they're in good position to potentially get the number one seed this year, um, you know, or at the very least have a very advantageous path for another deep playoff run so sure. i mean when we're talking about the minnesota vikings and they haven't had the super bowls that, that the cowboys had uh you know they haven't had the super bowl say in the last 30 years that the cowboys had but we are now in fact talking 25 plus years since the cowboys had that run and so i mean i'm somebody in my my now mid to late 30s i barely remember that cowboys run so literally pretty much anybody under 35 who's a cowboys <laughs> fan has no recollection of it at all so you just think about again the Panthers having 
two separate rebuilds that culminate at the very least in a Super Bowl appearance. The Jets, a, a, a three-year run where they're a really exciting team with Rex Ryan, even if it doesn't go their way. How about the Buffalo Bills? Hard scrabble, lose to the Cowboys in one of those playoffs. Now they have one of the most dynamic young players in the sport in Josh Josh Allen. Uh, the Vikings, as I said, the Kansas City Chiefs, who were hard scrabble. Obviously, we know about them. The Tampa Bay Bucks, the New Orleans Saints. I could go on and on, Dan Byer, and yet the Cowboys are always just good enough to let their fan base down. Basically, you just can't say the Lions and Browns. That's, That's true. <laughs> it's, it's the Bengals just made a Super Bowl. Yeah, That's my point. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on the on the. If, and if you're just joining us, uh, we were tight last hour. We played a sound clip of Doug Gottlieb, the host, normal host of the show. We're in for Doug on this Thanksgiving. A happy Thanksgiving to you. But Doug was responding to the comments made by uh, Emmanuel Acho on Speak on FS1 when he called Justin Herbert a social media quarterback, and that he didn't get the criticism that other quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts and Tua Tagovailoa would get if they threw an interception to end the game like Herbert did Sunday night against the Chargers. And Doug called it the worst take out there. Now, the, I think the worst take ever maybe was his uh, response. You wanted an opportunity, but we were tied on the clock to talk about Justin Herbert. I, I was just mostly going to agree with with you and Dan, or you and Doug, excuse me, Dan. Um, I, I don't have anything super strong on this, but I do think, you know, trying to go viral, and I'm not saying that's what Emmanuel Acho was trying to do, but, you know, you have these little 15, 30-second clips that do go viral it context gets taken out, right? And and all I was going to say last hour is it reminds me, you know, I, I host kind of our college football recap show on Saturday night, and two distinct things come to mind when we talk about this Justin Herbert thing, and Doug broke down, hey, if you take into account injuries and this and that, you can't compare him to Tua or this or that, is one, you know, in the 2023 NFL draft, there's a lot of Will Levis, he's the quarterback at Kentucky buzz, and it seems like every time he has a bad game, Jason Martin and I are on air and we kind of do this back and forth song and dance of like man he really doesn't look good but he has a terrible offensive line no run game maybe one NFL wide receiver as opposed to Bryce Young who has this CJ Stroud who has that Um, and then I think the other one that comes to mind too is the Texas A&M thing is that that it's fun to kind of poke in them but they are like and nobody ever wants to acknowledge this because they're they're really bad and they have a highly paid coach whatever but they're down to their third-string quarterback. I think they, they're now up to three offensive linemen that are out with season-ending injuries. And, like, there is a reason that they are as bad as they are outside of maybe just Jimbo Fisher being overpaid. But, again, because of the way our world works, sometimes you don't get context. So that's all I was going to say was I think there's examples across not just the NFL but football and sports in general where you can take this one theme, give it no context, and you, you sound smart doing it but then Doug laid out the context behind why Justin Herbert doesn't win at this insane level um, and it kind of pokes holes in a lot of the arguments now how many teams across the league and I'm not telling you to name them but just you know ballpark number I'm not going to hold you to it and say what about this guy how many teams do you think in the league would would trade their quarterback for Justin Herbert it's a great question. See, that's the whole, and that's exactly right, right? Is it's, it's, you can count them on one hand, and it's probably significantly fewer than five. So it's a yeah. great, perfect example by you. Yes. Yeah. And that's, and that's, you know, that's the, that's part of it as well. So it's not just social media because other GMs would, great call. Would, you know, salivate at the opportunity to, uh, to acquire. And if you had an opportunity to take one of the three, who are you picking? You're picking Justin Herbert in that scenario. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and so – and that's like if if they told you Jalen Hurts or Justin Herbert, I, I just it's it's a no brainer. Take sure. Justin Herbert. If the Dolphins had the draft over again, for as great as Tua is having a great a year he's having with the Dolphins, I'm not so sure they wouldn't take Justin Herbert again. You know this time around. So yep. so like that's that's where we are. I think when it really comes to evaluating Justin Justin Herbert, but I also think we're in such an interesting spot in the NFL where Emmanuel Acho is saying that Justin Herbert's a bad quarterback. Have we looked at the quarterback? I mean, that's what he's insinuating, right? I mean, he's, you know, that he's not as good um, as Tua or Jalen Hurts. Look at, the, look at the quarterbacks around the National Football League. I mean, it is, it is just, I mean, it is not good. And we're in week 12. We're hitting, hitting the, you know, two-thirds mark of the season here. There's going to be some interesting names taking snaps under center. There already have been some interesting names uh, taking snaps under center and and now you've got bigger names being hurt. You know, the whole Matthew Stafford thing with the Rams. Now now he's dinged up. It worked for a Super Bowl. You know, the, the absolutely worth it to do the deal with the Lions. I just wonder now, when you look at the struggles that Russell, Russell Wilson is having, and maybe you look at the development of Tua, you look at the development of Jalen Hurts, do we think that going out and getting a veteran star quarterback was just like a, a one-off or a, a flash in the pan? Because I think the Russell Wilson experiment with Denver may, you know, make other teams have cold feet when it comes to being like, do we really want to pull off this trade with all this draft capital to get a guy we aren't entirely sure that he's going to be our, you know, star quarterback? I, I think the, I think the Wilson situation does have some teams maybe, you know, having cold feet. I think what it comes down to is it does – what it really reminds me of, frankly, Dan, is I think there's always in, – in football, it's the quarterback, and I think in the NBA, it is the established superstar. But and, and maybe in baseball, there's an analogy, an ace pitcher, I don't know, where if you have the chance to get that guy – you just do it, right? If, if you're the Broncos and for years since Peyton Manning is retired, you just have not had that guy. And Russell Wilson obviously has a 10-year track record at this point of being an elite NFL quarterback. You got to do it. And it hasn't worked out. And is it on Russ? And is it on Nathaniel Hackett? Was the other talent on the roster overrated? I don't know. Um, but I also think, you know, we look at the NFL right now. If, if Aaron Rodgers said, I'm not coming back. If the Packers said, we're not bringing you back. There would still be a line for Aaron Rodgers, but but what I, I just think in general in the bigger context of sports, I do think that, that we, we always kind of just default to the, well, you know, if you can get this guy, you got to give up whatever you can. Sure. And I, I do think like I don't think it works out nearly as well, nearly as often as we think. And I just think even to the NBA, you know, yes, the Lakers traded everything for Anthony Davis. And I know one of our, our callers slash hosts last hour said that, that you, you should, you know, whatever with Anthony Davis. But, you know, we like I guess it was a win for the Lakers. But they also had every circumstance break right in terms of the pandemic hitting Anthony Davis gets healthy, whatever. And I think we will look back at the end of that, uh, the end of the Anthony Davis year, and say, was it really worth it? Did he really deliver on what we thought that he would? The Clippers are going through the same thing. Russell Wilson in the NFL, to your point. So I don't think it's going to give anybody hesitation if hypothetically Aaron Rodgers were to become available. I just don't think it nearly works out as often as we just assume that it does. Yeah, and, and I think that there are instances where we think that player um, is good when maybe he isn't. And I'll give you a couple of situations, one very short-term, one very long-term. Do we really know if the 49ers won the Christian McCaffrey trade with the Panthers? Sure. I have no idea. 
you know, but we, we, we treat Christian McCaffrey's arrival to San Francisco like it's the you know greatest thing on earth. When the Seahawks acquired Jamal Adams for two first-round picks, my goodness, the Seahawks got an all-pro safety. Now look at where they are. Like, like it, it took us. It took the Russell Wilson deal for people to forget how bad the Jamal Adams deal actually. You know, <laughs> yeah. like so. Like, I mean, it's erased on how bad the Seahawks whiffed on that deal in so many different, you know, different reasons. So yeah. So I just, I, I don't know if Wilson is the one-off. I do think that it would give pause to certain teams now, though, especially if you're bringing in a first-year head coach. Like, if you're an established head coach and you've got your program and you think this is the guy, like Sean McVay was with the Rams. Absolutely. But if you're trying to marry all these pieces, maybe a new GM, maybe a new head coach and a new quarterback, I think that's difficult. And that's what I think would give teams pause. Let me ask you a dumb question. How much, and there's no way to know the answer to this, but, you know, Russell Wilson just turned or will turn 34 in a couple of days here, actually about a week from now. So 33, you know, you look at Tom Brady, you say, you know, okay, in theory, Russell Wilson could still have another six, seven, eight good years and, and whatever. How much does Aaron Rodgers, who's about to be, what, 39 years old, like how much do you think that would impact the market where, you know, Russell Wilson, no way we could have seen this coming. Plus, he's 33 years old. He's a young 33 when you've traded for him, as opposed to Aaron Rodgers, who, like Russell Wilson, has a birthday coming up, would be 39 years old. I'll tell you what. I think that there there would be a lot of teams that would just take the one year and roll the dice. Sure. Um, Like the Colts did, you know, for the last really last couple of years you know like philip rivers all right we're one quarterback away 49ers i mean honestly i think the bucks did that to a degree with tom brady it was a two-year deal but it's like hey if we get one super bowl appearance out of this in two years and he retires it's a success obviously he's back for your three so that's a fair point for you but i thought it was an interesting thought He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. Welcome to the Fox Sports Radio Tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. Ezekiel Elliott with a touchdown run. Extra point is good. Cowboys lead the Giants 7-3 in the second quarter. We're talking college football and some monumental showdowns coming up on Saturday. And even tonight as well. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Covino and Rich here. And whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids... Spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. 
That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Aaron Torres sitting in for Doug today. Monty Bolaño, so give us the latest of what's happening with the Giants and Cowboys. Giants knocking on the door of a score to try to retake the lead against Dallas. Again, Monty coming up in about 10 minutes or so. Instead, we go to the great state of Oklahoma. At least that's where I think he is right now. Good friend of the program, friend of mine that you can find and see on Fox and listen to his podcast, The Number One Show. We're talking college football with R.J. Young. Happy Thanksgiving, R.J. How are you? I'm good. Happy Thanksgiving, Dan. Uh, living the dream, man. A lot of college football coming this weekend, and this is this is our time. I'm so excited about Friday and particularly Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, obviously the big game on Fox, two versus three. Michigan goes to Columbus, takes on Ohio State. Winner goes to the Big Ten title game. Winner probably locks up a spot in the college football playoff. Buckeyes, about a touchdown favorite. Not asking for any betting analysts, but just what your eyes have seen. Are the Buckeyes a touchdown better than Michigan as a team this year? They are if Blake Corum doesn't play. Like, that's for damn certain. That's, that's the worry for Michigan. The way that he went down against Illinois raised some eyebrows. They didn't want to play him that much in the second half. You saw what they had behind Donovan Edwards, who was also out that game, and C.J. Stokes. And I just don't know that they're going to be able to get it done without Blake Corum or Donovan Edwards, especially going into the shoe where the Buckeyes haven't lost a conference game since 2015. So that's going to be the first telltale. After that, I think, yeah, they can play with Ohio State, especially defensively. But we got to see if Blake Corum can go. RJ, you know, I was asked, I was t- telling this to Dan earlier, is that at one point in the season, we kept talking about Bama in this sense of, you know, yeah, well, they don't look 
great now, but they'll figure it out, and it's Bama, and they'll get it going. And they just never did. And I kind of feel that way with Ohio State coming into this game, where it's like we, we there's been weeks where the offense has been awesome. There's been weeks where the defense has been awesome. But it doesn't feel like they've totally put it together at this point. Do you think, one, Saturday with the rivalry plus last year, everything at stake, or is Ohio State just like a, a really talented team that just isn't going to fully click this year, or do you just disagree that they haven't put it together yet at any point this season? I think they put it together in stages. Like playing a complete game against a Big Ten opponent is still a very tough task, particularly in their division. I believe the Big Ten East is the second-best division in all of football, and it might be the best division of all of football if you take a look at what the SEC West has done. And to put this into context, Alabama not getting it done is a nine-win team with one game left to go in the final game of the, of the regular season, all right? Ohio State is still undefeated, and they played some really piss-poor football against Penn State, whose only other loss is to Michigan. And they found a way there in the fourth quarter to make it happen. I, I just, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt in that that offense, all it needs to do is catch a spark, and then they're going to drop 45 on your head. That defense, all they need to do is get the tackle for loss, and then they're going to absolutely send Tommy Eichenberg around the edge. Zach Harrison's going to close out the game for you. What's scary about Ohio State is that you're right. They haven't played one complete game against a ranked opponent on big noon kickoff, and that's something we're looking for on Saturday. But outside of that, man, put it this way. There are two teams that rank ahead of Georgia in scoring margin differential. They're going to play each other at the shoot on Saturday. I think, I think they're pretty damn good, Aaron. Yeah. R.J. Young joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, talking college football. Of course, R.J. analyst for college football on Fox. I'm gonna, I'm just going to throw a, a possible narrative out there. This is again all hypothetical, but if Michigan wins on Saturday. How much does the heat turn up on Ryan Day um, for the simple fact of Jim Tressel only lost once, Urban never lost to Michigan? How much does all of a sudden this become a little factor in Columbus, if at all? Dan, why are you trying to get me in trouble? Like, why, why, what, are we, what are we doing here? What are we doing? It's Thanksgiving. We're supposed to be thankful for stuff here, man. No, I, I know, I, but it's a real thing, RJ. You know it is. Thankful for the content, baby, but sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was about to say, I, I, I take your point here. Um, the problem that I see right now is that uh, if they didn't get this W, a lot of questions would be asked because they have said, this is the game we've been looking forward to for 365 days. And they played like it. Like when they go and talk about other wins against other teams, say Iowa, in the way that they were able to dispatch them, everything has been about getting to this game. Uh, what I find most interesting about that is their physicality and their toughness was questioned last year. And Ohioans, particularly Buckeyes, hate that, and the, and those men hate that as well. I think I think they're going to come out on fire. Like I, I don't, I really don't think they're going to catch an L to a team that doesn't one have Blake Corum 100, percent right? And even even when they do, that's still a tough task. But I'm really just a, I would be shocked if we're talking about that on Monday. Put it that way, Dan. I would be sincerely shocked because I just okay. don't see it happening. Another topic that could be a topic on Monday is is obviously what happens at the L.A. Coliseum. Are you a buyer that Notre Dame has the type of blueprint that could give USC or will give USC trouble Saturday night? Absolutely. Uh, I buy it because they use it against Clemson. And no matter how it shakes out, Notre Dame beat the ACC champ, whether it's North Carolina or Clemson. The other part about this is they 
had a remarkable turnaround. Like, this is a team that rode the roller coaster, right? They're, they lost by 11 at the shoe to a good Ohio State team, a still undefeated Ohio State team, and then they lose their home opener to Marshall, and I and others were like, okay, so Marcus Freeman's first year is going to be a comeback year for 2023, and they said no. They lost the starting quarterback and went with Drew Pine, and they found something that works with three different tailbacks, I might add, and if they can play the kind of defense that I think they're capable of playing – they can play keep away from USC because if they hold the ball for 30 minutes, they rush for 200 yards. I don't see anything USC can do, particularly because the defense is so god-awful when it comes to giving up total yardage and points. Now, they get takeaways. They'll get tackles for loss. But this is not a Notre Dame team that is going to be susceptible to that because they're not going to ask Drew Pine to stand back there and throw the ball. They're going to say, hey, if you can beat us at the line of scrimmage, have at it. Uh, go right into your Pac-12 championship game and good luck to you. But – I really think that Notre Dame's got more than just a shot here. I think, I think Marcus Freeman's got something up his sleeve, man. R.J. Young, college football analyst for Fox Sports, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio on this Thanksgiving day. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Are, are we giving TCU a fair shake? I know it's maybe odd for a team that's ranked fourth. Um, I feel they're getting a little bit of a raw deal when it comes to their criticism. How do you think we view TCU? I think we view them the way they view themselves, which is to say they know nobody's giving them anything. They know that they are the number four team in the country uh, behind three other undefeated teams, and they know why. What I find interesting about this narrative for TCU, though, is that they've been here before. They know how this shakes out. Remember 2014, it's them, Baylor, and Ohio State, and the committee picks Ohio State. Ohio State makes them look good winning the national championship. You ask folks down in Fort Worth, they say, hey, our team was just as good. You give us the same shot. We might run the table, too. We might go win those next two games. And I think uh, going against this Iowa State team, we're going to overlook it because Iowa State is the worst team in the Big 12. But I'll put it this way. Iowa has an opportunity to play for a Big Ten championship. They take care of business this weekend. And Iowa State beat them, all right? Like, that's, that's where I'm at with that. It's a tough league. It's the toughest that I've seen it top to bottom since, since I was a child, honestly, 1995 when they got this thing started. But I think that they know that if they win their next two, they're getting into the playoff, and that's, they're going to be happy with that. They're going to say, hey – we earned our right to be here, and we thumbed our nose at the committee. But in as far as how we view them, yeah, they're going to have to show us something. They're going to have to go beat a team that we really think is good. And frankly, they haven't really had that opportunity outside of what you might think about Texas or what you might think about Kansas State. And neither one of those teams measured up to Tennessee, Bama, Clemson, or even Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. RJ, so I joked a minute ago about you know the content machine if Ryan Day uh, and Ohio State lose on Saturday. Speaking of content machine, I wanted your opinion. What does the next like six to eight weeks look like for Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M? I mean, I think everybody kind of knows he's not getting fired. The money is too much. But is he going to be strong-armed into hiring somebody to call plays for him because he's clearly incapable? And how much of that 2022 you know, all-star recruiting class do you envision being in Aggie uniforms in 2023? That second part of that question is what's more intriguing to me than the first. I don't think that anybody's going to be able to strong-arm Jimbo Fisher into doing anything that Jimbo Fisher doesn't want to do, no matter how much money they are paying him or how much uh, power their boosters believe they have. That man has got to Texas A&M by doing exactly what he did at Florida State, which say, hey, nobody's taking away anything from me. I know how to coach football. Now, on the other side of that, you've seen – an unprecedented amount of suspended players, five-star players. You've seen some questionable conduct by those players, and you haven't actually seen them con- uh, come together as a unit. I mean, basically since we got the start of the season, this is a team that I, I thought was going to be in the, in the uh, conversation for a playoff, and at one point number six in the country. 
I think a lot of those dudes are going to look around and say, is this the kind of culture I want to be in or be around? And, and there's lots of other places to go that could use five-star players like Evan Stewart, like Chris Marshall, like Connor Wagner. I think they really need to show something against LSU. Otherwise, yeah, you're probably going to see a lot of those dudes jump into the portal. R.J. Young joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Last one for me. If you had to pick a Heisman winner right now, who would be atop your ballot? C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud has done an outstanding job of keeping the Buckeyes in games and absolutely taking advantage of what I think is the most gifted wide receiving core in college football. He understands where the ball should go. He's not forcing it where it shouldn't go, and it's becoming an event when he throws an interception, not unlike it did with Hendon Hooker. Uh, behind him, there's obviously Caleb Williams at USC, and what he has done cannot be overlooked. But what I find really interesting about this is that it's still to play for. Like, there's maybe seven guys that I think could win that trophy based on what happens this weekend and the next weekend. But at the top of my ballot right now is the dude from Rancho Cucamonga, California, who started out as the 860th-ranked recruit in the 2020 class and has fought his way into the starting job at Ohio State. And it's going to end up, I think, at the very least, a Heisman finalist for the second year in a row. That's an outstanding story. I, I, I want to quick just follow up with that, and then we'll let you have your Thanksgiving and be able to celebrate. But you think seven guys? I thought it was. I thought we're down to two right now. No, nah, man. I mean, you take a look at it. You've got, you got to count Stetson Bennett at Georgia, right? You have to sure. because he's the quarterback okay. on the best team in college football. You got to talk more about that I had. Right. Oh, well, I mean, that's, that's D.J. Shroud, right? That's uh, uh, Caleb Liam. That's Blake Corum. If he plays well against Michigan, he could win it in that game. Uh, you can keep going all the way down to Hendon Hooker, who I think at the very least deserves a, a seat at the table. I can take it uh, all the way over to Bo Nixon, what he has done at Oregon. Depending on what they do in, in uh, their game against Oregon State, they can play for a Pac-12 championship. They might beat up on one uh, USC. I mean, I can keep going. I can throw darts all day, but Dan, because it's just been that much fun, and these kids have been playing that great of football. Interesting, interesting. I, th- I thought it was down to CJ or Caleb Williams, but we'll we'll let it all play out over the next couple of weeks. Doesn't mean we can't uh, talk about it. RJ, appreciate the time, especially on this holiday. Be safe. Enjoy uh, the game on. Enjoy all the games on Saturday and this weekend. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, man. Dan, Aaron, I appreciate you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. You know, Dan Campbell is right, and Monty's right. They had won three in a row, um, but I still don't think it's the worst thing in the world that they uh, that they maybe don't get as many wins. I'll just put it that way. Like draft wise. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to, I mean, they could have the Rams pick is going to be awful. They're going to have a top pick there. Their own pick. I mean, if it's top 15, a lot of different stuff. And especially if you have two top 15 picks mm-hmm. and you're maybe not at number one, you could maybe move up and maybe get that quarterback of the future. Yeah. Could, uh, That's interesting. Yeah, no, it's it's a fair point. And like the the thing is, I'll give them credit for, and I think I feel like we talked about this at some point in the summer, Dan, when you and I were filling in, is you can criticize Dan Campbell for whatever you want, in game this, that, the other thing, whatever, whether you believe however much you believe he's responsible for. If he isn't the guy, when you look at Panay Sewell on the offensive line, when you look at Aiden Hutchinson on the defensive line, when you look at Jamison Williams coming in and, 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 you know, first game today and looking like he hasn't missed a beat, 
at the very least, there's going to be a heck of a foundation for whoever comes next. If he isn't the guy, and I know ownership has said that we're giving him plenty of time and whatever, blah, 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 this and that. But when you look at what they have done, um, what they have done, by the way, I think I said Jameson Williams. I don't know if he's played today or not, but I know he's close to being back. But Amon Ross St. Brown, likely you go on and on down the He didn't play today, but likely next week. Okay, good. Because I didn't see him, but I thought I saw that he played. So I apologize for that. But the point, the only point I'm trying to make is, is he the guy? Is he not the guy? I don't know. I think he's going to get more time to find out. But it's clear that the infrastructure in place, that he and that front office have done a good job of hitting on their early picks. And if he isn't the guy, it feels like there's going to be a foundation, good foundation for whoever's next. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I mentioned the NFL and college basketball marrying worlds it happened last night on espn in a game in the wooden legacy between saint mary's and vanderbilt eric rothman and Corey williams were on the call you got to check this out robbins who just checked back into the game throws an Aaron pass they call that the zach wilson i believe <laughs> people whose twitter handle is they're sending shots uh, you're not a jets fan no, are you? of course okay. is that dirty pool with Eric Rothman calling an overshot pass out of bounds, a Zach Wilson pass. Mm. I, I'm I don't more, know, a little cheap, Aaron, a little cheap. I'm more offended by the other guy treating it as though it was like a controversial thing to say <laughs> than I am by the actual <laughs> comment itself. Like, there's some really dumb things you can say during a broadcast that make your partner cringe. I'm sure I've said some at some point on these airwaves that have made yourself or Arnie Spanier or somebody say, like, oh, I don't know, Torres, you shouldn't have gone that far. I don't know that, that, that you need to be that, uh, uh, you know, fake. Uh, I, I, have to, I, I have to pretend like I can't acknowledge that conversation the way that the second announcer did. You also feel like you need to say something, but you have no idea what to say, so then you say what everybody else says. I know that's a favorite of Jason Stewart. What's yeah. your favorite, Jason? Your, what's your favorite line <laughs> that is absolutely not your favorite line? What is it, again, that you hear? Like- on, on a broadcast, if somebody says something that's like really kind of edgy and interesting and probably negative, when the other co-host is probably just like an empty suit or talking heads, like, tell us what you really think. Uh, it's like, it's it's basically you're just admitting, I have no original thoughts of my own, and what he just said I think is too dangerous to put my name on. I can't co-sign on Oh, well, I should have said that. I will that. say, when I heard when, Doug's... Justin Herbert, yeah. Emmanuel Acho. I almost went there. I was like, that was way stronger than I was ready for anybody to be that upset about a Justin Herbert take. And I was kind of like in that zone of, I can't top Doug's energy on that one, man. Doug was fired up about some of those comments. So I was almost that guy about exactly one hour ago, uh, Jason Stewart. That was the same exact uh, example I was going to use. That would have been perfect. Well, Doug, tell us how you really feel. I like uh, how I like how Corey Corey Williams. I think is the analyst in this in this uh, this uh, play, and he's, he he reacts like he was like the the uh, analyst when Tom Brenneman was on a hot mic. You know, <laughs> he did. Way, That's what I mean. On- it's like. It wasn't that awful of a thing to say that you have to pretend like you have to distance yourself from it. That's yeah. 
You can get him on Twitter at Eastside817. <laughs> That's where you can. All right. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. That's Jason Stewart. Get him on Twitter at Jason Stewart. Coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the TireRack.com studios, which backup quarterback would you like leading your team this weekend? We get into that next on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Doug Gottlieb show on this Thanksgiving here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. John Ramos is here. Jason Stewart's here. Monty Bolaños is here. We got football going on. <laughs> the Cowboys and Giants 
just had, I mean, it was a fight to the death, Aaron. I don't know if you saw this. By the way, where are you in a hotel room? Are you in Las Vegas? I'm in Las Vegas, yeah. I have family here. Okay. Nothing uh, yeah. crazy. No Vegas crazy. <laughs> no, no need for qualifiers. It's nobody else's business. You know, whatever is happening. But I knew that your mom lives in Las Vegas, so that's where I figured that, that you were. Um, I, the Cowboys got a first down on a third down. That was negated by a holding penalty. And then the Giants got a stop on third down, which then gave the Cowboys an automatic first down because of an illegal contact. Then the Giants on, or the Cowboys on first down got a false start penalty, so it made it first and 15. They've gone like a, a net total of two yards the Cowboys have like in the last five minutes, and it's taken like four minutes off the clock. It's been an absolute junk show. With the, the Cowboys the, and Giants. That's what I told you. It, it, for f- it's been 25 years of the same thing. We talked about this. It's unbelievable. It, <laughs> it just doesn't end. And now they're at the two-minute warning. Cowboys and Giants tied up at 10. There is a point to an NFL season where you, you just you know you're there, Aaron. And it is – I'm going to blame global warming because this time <laughs> has come sooner than I can ever remember. Usually around weeks 15 and 16, some of the names that are starting at quarterback, you're just like, as John Ramos likes to say, okay, uh, that, that's what it is. Like, okay, we'll uh, deal with these. These are the quarterbacks that we could get in week 12. Again, we are, we are just getting to the two-thirds portion of the season. There's an entire third of the season left. These are the quarterbacks that we could get starting. We know Mike White's going to take over for Zach Wilson. Maybe that's the long-term solution. But you're likely going to have Bryce Perkins playing for the Rams against Kansas City. The Texans are turning to Kyle Allen as their starting quarterback. Sam Darnold's getting a, I don't know, third shot, fourth shot, fifth shot. You could have Jordan Love in Green Bay. They got the Eagles on Sunday night. Aaron Rodgers has the thumb injury. And if Justin Fields doesn't go for the Bears, all of a sudden Trevor Simeon reappears as the starting quarterback. I don't remember how bad it, it, the quarterback position has been this early in the season. Amazing. It's an interesting point. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you know, I mean, even uh, because, you know, the world that we live in, quarterbacks are so protected that you just don't see this volume of marquee injuries, especially this early in the year. And, you and then there's there's the weird ones like like Stafford, you know, all, all the stuff that's happened with him. But I'm with you is is you just look across the board. There's a lot of really bad quarterback. I mean, Bryce Perkins, as you said, I'll tell you this really quick. I'm so over Sam Darnold. He's just not an NFL quarterback. We need to stop pretending. Okay, whatever. It, like the fact that he's getting, as you said, basically what a third shot, a fourth shot, because technically he was given the chance to earn the starting job out of camp this year with Baker Mayfield. So this is really like his fourth shot. I'm just, I, I'm just kind of over that guy. The rest of the guys, okay, whatever. Yeah. Sam Darnold's the one that I'm just like, I just, I, I don't want him in my life anymore. I want him on Pac-12 Network, calling <laughs> games. I'm done with the guy. He's really on default. Maybe he'll work in Big Ten Network. I was gonna say, I guess he's more of a Big Ten Network guy now. I saw, by the way, the first Big Ten promo on CBS today. Oh, during the Bills Lions game, they said something big's happening <laughs> in September of 2023, and had the wow. Big Ten logo. Uh, something big just happened in Dallas. I got the score wrong. I said it was tied up at ten. It was ten seven Giants. So I really apologize for that. I aim for accuracy, and Monty's probably yelling at the microphone and everybody else. It's ten seven, ten seven. But Dak just got picked off uh, by the Giants, so the Giants take over uh, in their own territory. What do you got, Jason? 
No, that, uh, Aaron's take on Sam Darnold, man. Tell me what you really think. I know. I, like I really did. I don't know why I get really fired up about Sam Darnold. Sorry. <laughs> tell me. Uh, tell me how Big you Ten really Network. feel. Big oh. Ten, Pac Ten Network bidding war. Okay, Back Twelve Network bidding war. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Sam Darnold and those uh, Panthers. Yeah, is you're right. It is like it is like the fourth fourth opportunity yes uh, if at first you don't succeed try try again he's Aaron Torres I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb uh are the Packers going to try for a playoff spot or punt on the season we'll talk about it next here on Fox Sports Radio at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 